Angel Heart Radio programs should not be used to replace your legal or medical advice. Welcome everyone to Angel Heart Radio. You are our focus. We want you to know that you matter in the world and that you're important to the world. We're here to remind you of just how valuable and needed you are right now. Help us to help others. If you like what you hear, tell your friends, post, tweet, pin, let everyone know how amazing Angel Heart Radio is. So again, welcome to Angel Heart Radio. Powered by love, Angel Heart Radio is sponsored by angellight777.com. Welcome everyone to Angel Heart Radio. I'm your host, Deb Goldberg, and it brings me great pleasure to be here with you today. And it's an honor to serve you in the highest way that I can by bringing you messages of divine love and blessings for your life. You are dearly loved, cherished, and blessed. We have a fabulous show tonight, but before I get started in telling you about it, I want to give you the call-in phone number, which is 714-583-6858. Again, it's 714-583-6858. We'd be glad to talk to you about um, any questions you have for um, my guest, Sherry Myers. Um, the other podcasters on Angel Heart Radio would be An- Anaya Joy Lilly, who is the founder of Angel Heart Radio. And her show is on Fridays, USA time, 8 p.m. Eastern, and Saturday, Queensland time, 10 o'clock a.m. And Annette McCoy's show is on Tuesdays, 8 o'clock p.m. USA Eastern time, and Wednesday, Queensland time at 10 o'clock a.m. Anaya can also be found at angellight777.com. She has a beautiful website with all of um, her angel messages, so you should check that out. And if you're interested in knowing more about me or working with me or my books, you can find me at debbiengoldberg.com. You can find my books Are You Ready to Listen, God, and God's Covenant at Amazon. So let me tell you about our awesome show with our amazing host tonight is Sherry Myers. And Sherry Myers is the producer of the movie The Glitch, and she is the podcast host of How to Connect with Angels. Sherry has uh, a really interesting history. She worked as an actress in New York theater after training at the Drama Center in London. After stepping away from performing, Sherry expanded her interest into writing, directing, and producing. Among her successful projects was the one-woman play called In Her Own Words about Marilyn Monroe, which she staged in Los Angeles, Palm Beach, Atlanta, and Cape Town, South Africa. Sherry produced everything from short films to the breakthrough 10-hour series Living with HIV that was seen around the world. She wrote the script to The Glitch, the story of an angel that appears on a TV set. The film is looking to film in New Orleans later this year. And she is the creator of the podcast, How to Connect with Angels, that interviews angel experts all over the world. 
Thank you for being here, Sherry. Welcome to Angel Heart Radio. Hi, Deb. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. You are so very welcome. What an amazing background, and it sounds like a lot of fun. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. It's a lot Uh of fun to be creative. It's a lot of fun to be creative. You know, sometimes the professional part is not as fun, but it's at this point to be able to be, you know, producing a film that I, I wrote the script over 20 years ago that's amazing after the harmonic conversions and the script was called the angel channel at that time and i wrote it with my then partner uh, in life and in writing edward kovach and it was about um based loosely on a true story of a woman who had a, a, a thing on her tv and it, that turned into something of a phenomena and it was based on, you know, based in a little town in California. So we took that idea and wrote a script. And through the years, it, the, the story has been set, depending on which producers were interested. It's been set in Santa Fe. It's been set in Vancouver. It's been set in Taos, New Mexico. It's been set in a number, you know, any number of different places. But now we have found our home. Literally, Dan and I, my, my now husband, who is my producing partner, we live in New Orleans, and we love New Orleans, and we love Louisiana, and there is a mysticism there that really is perfect for this scenario, for this film. So that's why we're filming there now. And the music, of course, and the food um, and everything else. <laughs> right, right, yeah. But here's the point I wanted to make, though, is, just to give people hope. I mean, you may have a project that you have tucked away and when you don't give up and you just believe that the right time will come and the right time has come for me to bring this project out, which is about the power of faith. It is about that we all just deserve our angels and what keeps us from connecting to spirit and connecting to divinity and to our main character, we see these issues that you and I talked about when I, you and I talked on my podcast about the issues of shame and people who have been abused and how do you heal? Mm-hmm. And, you know, your work is so important because it helps that there's therapy is one thing, but being able to bring in the divine into our lives and into our hearts is what is or what our movie is going to be about. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? How do we start to believe in ourselves that we deserve that? Because that opens up everything else. Right? Right. And yes. And what an important message of hope. Like you're talking about hope of being able to heal um, yes. so that you know that you are loved and you are divinely chaperoned, whether you believe in it or not, um, or that you think you're worth it. But you're also bringing hope to, here's um, a script that you wrote 20 years ago, exactly. and now exactly. and now it's coming to fruition. Now it's coming to fruition. And, you know, in this process, there was a lull between the time in the last two years, and I 
discovered that, you know, it was going to be very important to us to show our funders that we knew who, who our audience was because my audience for this film, our audience for the film, The Glitch, are people who love angels. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a Christian film. So it, it, it's about faith, but it's not the same as a faith-based film. Mm-hmm. So I started this podcast. And I started this podcast uh, finding angel leaders like you who live around the world, and I get to talk to them, and I get to grow, and I get to understand more of what I've already written. So it's kind of like you come full circle and you get to – wait a minute, this is really important and I'm growing with this and the message is growing and as we like to say, it's not a movie, it's not just a movie, it's a movement that we're talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. The angel movement. Uh, do you think so too? Isn't there a movement? Yeah, there's a um, mm-hmm. Yeah, to connect to angels, to connect to the divine, mm-hmm that yeah. we are actually one uh there this all of these different movements that you know we're here to do more than what what we think we're supposed to do on earth <laughs> that we are that we, aren't we aren't yeah, we yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That we're here to spread uh divine messages of love and hope like you're talking about and joy and and mm-hmm. that know that there's healing um, that there's mm-hmm. much more than meets the eye going on uh, as as we all look at everything um, as we live every day. So, um, yeah, I think there's a huge movement, and I think having a movie about that is fantastic because then that just expands that movement. Because I know that I talk to people that really don't understand this movement, but they're feeling it inside of themselves and don't know where to go to find out some more information. Right. And I have to say that our podcast, our podcast, I've interviewed almost 50 different angel leaders around the world. And there are as many modalities as there are people in the world, we we all have a very unique bl- fingerprint or blueprint uh, in mm-hmm. how we experience the divine and how we our angels come to us. It's always different. We, uh-huh. I mean, some people can get frustrated because they say, "Well, I haven't seen an angel." Well, maybe that's not how you are meant to experience them. Maybe. You'll hear, maybe you'll feel it, maybe you'll right. know, right? Right. So we really want to ask folks to open up the possibilities, the creativity. Um, great. So one of my interviewees said one time that part of connecting with your angels is to go inside and use your imagination. But then mm-hmm. there's going to be a moment, there's going to be a moment where that surprises you. It's beyond your imagination. Mm-hmm. And that's the moment of connection. That's when you know you're, you're out of your ego. You're out of even your own, your own thought pattern. You're actually with something divine. You're with divine. Exactly. I totally believe that. Um, I think the imagination is the gateway to connecting to the divine. Um, it opens up 
your pineal gland. It opens up. It is it is the gateway. Um, so mm. you know, a lot of people when they first start to connect, they think that oh, I just made that up because that was my imagination. Uh, and I tell them that that's also your ego telling you that you made it up because <laughs> it doesn't understand what you just experienced. And what you are experiencing is feels so different than anything you've ever experienced. And you know when you're feeling divine love. And so there is nothing that your ego can make up to change the feeling that you just experienced. Oh, that's beautifully expressed. Yeah. That's beautifully well, expressed. Well, yes, thank you. I have a, a dear, I have a dear friend who uh, has been an avowed atheist. And when I told her I was making a film about angels, she said, oh, Sherry, as though, oh, you just stepped so silly, you know. So you know, I just kind of put it aside because there was this kind of okay. And yet, um, she had an experience, and she was driving, uh, fell asleep behind the wheel. Car was totaled. She walked away with just a a, a, a finger that was uh, sprained. A finger, her little finger was sprained. Wow. And I talked to her right right after this happened. I happened to just call her, and she said, Sherry, and she was just so full of emotion, and she said, I went somewhere. I was in a place of such light, and was that heaven? What was that? And I said, well, let's not use words with that. Let's just say you had an experience. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. we can we can we can fill up with an experience of unconditional love, and you and I have been talking about because you you know you have this wonderful base as a therapist, and you're moving into using bringing angel work and and all of the divine energy into the healing. We want this film to help people to see that there is a deep healing that can come we can go through terrible terrible experiences in our life and have terrible shame and feel like we don't deserve anything mm-hmm. and yet if we allow ourselves to believe and to ask we can receive love that unconditional love that can heal even the deepest darkest wound mm-hmm yeah, that's right. so beautifully said. That is so true. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, seriously, that um, I believe that that's the only way true healing could even happen is that it is done on a divine level because um, profound. It's not the same kind of healing that happens as I would do in traditional therapy. What you get from angels, God, or whoever it is that you connect with, whoever you feel comfortable with, um, source, uh, whoever your creator is, it is not the same thing. And we are here to awaken and heal and know that we can be healed in such a profound way. Your movie is going to make such a difference in people's heart. Um, to know that 
that that they don't have to have suffering anymore and they don't have to carry shame anymore. Um, and these are things that we do as a human, but as a divine being, there is no truth to any of it. Um, and, and the lessons that you learn, uh, from the angels and all the gifts, the divine gifts that you get, you learn so much about yourself and this world and to be able to, um, move through any healing, uh, that, that you, you've never thought that you could heal from. Do you have an experience where you felt great healing that you can share with everyone from the angels? Wow. Yes, I can. I can. Um, Okay. We went through a circumstance that had to do with this film. And as you might imagine, in the movie business, there are people who are not honest. In fact, Manipulative and mm-hmm. dishonest, and we went got we went, got to a crossroads where it became clear that this and stunningly clear that we needed to really separate ourselves from this person who we had actually relied on for a year and a half, who was going to bring funding, and it was a dark night because it at first glance it looks like oh my god. We are so, <laughs> we, we've just lost, you know, we've lost 18 months. We've lost momentum. We've, what, what are we going to do now? So I had, um, I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning, and I went upstairs to my office, and I happened to open up um, Dorian Virtue's Abundance book. And mm-hmm. I got to probably the very beginning of the book where it said, write your letter to the angels and express how you're feeling, express what you want, but really put it into words, like really express it. And it was the first time I really had thought about to really you expressing your feeling about what you're asking for, your feeling. So it was, it was an hour of just, First, I meditated, and then I wrote. And then I sat, and I just listened. And I, because I was basically saying, angels, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And it came through loud and clear, which was, write the book. Mm. Write the book. It was so clear. And you know when you get those messages, Deb, because you know mm-hmm. it's true because you completely relax. You go, oh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's just like it, it, it's just like you wake up and there's this realization. And it was with so much love and with so much patience and with so much and – I, and I, it was so exciting because I didn't have to – have regret. I didn't have to live in the past. I didn't have to live with resentment. You know, none of that stuff was there anymore. It was like, this mm-hmm. is the way forward. This is what we are meant to do. So mm-hmm. I talked to my husband and I said, this is going to be fine. This is fine. I'm writing the book based on the script. So we have a novel that goes with the film. So when the film comes out, is not only will we have a novelization of the script, but I will have 
key pages in the back, I will be able to include much more about the angels that I've learned from talking to people like you and talking to people like Lorna Byrne and talking mm-hmm. to people who have had their miraculous thing. So that, to me, actually, like, saved, kind of saved my life at that mm-hmm. moment. I mean, really, and that's only recently. That mm-hmm. and But the, I think also that when we put ourselves into the flow and we put ourselves into trust and we say, hey, you know what, that was really awful what just happened, but I'm mm-hmm. really going to, like, going to get my boat into the stream of life and I'm going to, you know, like, I'm not going to kind of, I'm not going to be full of, like, trying to go upstream. I'm not going to be fighting this. I'm going to go with the flow. And when you know, I mean, our director, Edgar Pablos, is in New Orleans right now. He is with my husband. They are going to meetings. They're going to funders. They're making, I mean, things are happening. It's not mm-hmm. like we didn't lose, we didn't lose time. We didn't, right. you know? Right. And I think that, I think when we change, when we change our way that we approach these crises, the crisis changes, right? I mean, crisis yeah. into opportunity, right? Right. Well, I believe I everything. Didn't have those, go ahead. No, it's okay. You can finish. Okay. So I think what I was, so also part of that was that the person who sent this, uh, Doreen Virtue's book to me was uh, Amanda Clark, who's become one of my close friends. That she is an angel in uh, channel, mm-hmm. and so I now have a support group of people. I in the Facebook groups and through the podcast, and now we have a support group, and we have a, 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 a this web of people who are taking each other's hands around the world, saying it's okay, it's mm-hmm. okay. Read mm-hmm. this. Think of this. Angels mm-hmm. are with you. Right. So, again, that you- it's not a movie. It's a movement. It's a movement. How do we lock arms, raise the vibration of the planet? Because, you know, of course, we have to raise our own, and that's what I was able to mm-hmm. do with the help. Yeah. So. Right, right. But yeah. it, um, yeah. So that's a great story of, you know, how um, – you can feel so distraught and feel like you're in the mm-hmm. wrong place and be reminded that you're loved. Everything's okay. Um, you're here purposefully. And now you can turn your attention to this instead. And and so I think what happens is we get off our path because we get excited about things. And then we want to, this is one of my lessons, is like I keep wanting to grow <laughs> grab the brass ring when I'm not ready for it. And so I start doing things on my own when, when, and so I'm getting a little bit off the path and, and divinely I want, they want me to be doing something else. Um, that, that another step needs to come first before mm-hmm. I go to the, the thing that I want. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, and and to think about how good that feels when you are reminded, like you said, that everything's okay, I can shift my perspective, and I just got a whole new creative juices going to write a book mm-hmm. for your movie, mm-hmm. 
which maybe mm-hmm. you wouldn't have thought about or or done at that time. No. Yeah. No. So I would not. If you, I would not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you look yeah. at everything it, it, working perfectly, like those things were not working on purpose because you had to do another step first. Yeah. You have to. You, we we had to find partners we can trust. Mm-hmm. When you're in a when you're building a film, it's a very long process because there's a lot of money at stake. You have to have the right people working together at the right time because mm-hmm. those people have to come together and it's a very intense. It's you have the pre-production where you're just talking and pl- planning. And everyone needs to be on the same page. You can't have distrust. You can't have liars. You can't have, especially, I mean, we're making a film about faith and trust. So that would be right. kind of a ridiculous way to do it anyway. Uh, but in this, right. In this, in this way, we, so now we, we know that we, you, you attract, you know, you attract, you, you ask the angels for, to bring people that are trustworthy. You ask the angels to keep you awake to opportunity, mm-hmm. and you have, and you ask the angels to keep you courageous and open and not closed up and fearful, right? That it, right. It, it's all okay. And you and I were talking before we started about, you know, this is a really incredibly traumatic and chaotic time uh, mm-hmm. right now, right now, mm-hmm. all over the earth, especially in the U.S., especially from the climate to the White House to the everything. And and I have friends going through terribly intense crises. And it's so important for everyone, and especially those of us who are going through a really dramatic, challenging time, to not get fixated on it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. You know, we have to, I mean, even when you look at the, the fire and the hurricane, I mean, let's get you know let's let's get big and look at what we how we can be in the solution to that what is mother earth saying mhm yeah and what are and we I, doing about it you know right right and it's really easy to look at it as negative and as we were yeah. talking before is that my message from god was because i went through the hurricane recently and yeah. Um, and I and I watched, you know, a lot of people lose so much. And um, and then I was looking at the road, like not all the debris and brush can be picked up here because there's just so much of it. It's going to take time. And I found myself as I was driving down the road, I would get really sad and feel like crying looking at the devastation from the hurricane. And then I thought to myself, you know, I need to change my perspective here because if everything is one, if we're all one, then that what I'm looking at is me. And, and I look at this as a purification. Um, And what God was telling me is that there's so many people right now that are trying to raise the vibration and that they're trying to, uh, they're praying, they're doing all of this work to try to raise the vibration on the planet. And this is the vibration shifting 
to basically defragment everything that is not needed anymore. So the patterns, the beliefs, the behaviors, it's supposed to bring you closer back to home. So God calls it, I'm bringing you home. I am calling you in. Um, are you, I need you to come in and be with me. Um, and I'm seeing that happen with a lot of people that all of a sudden are turning to, okay, I need some divine explanation here. So if we look at it as a beautiful mess, that it is all part of me, I'm being defragmented because I need to be a whole person and I need to get rid of everything that is not serving me anymore. And that is the way that I look at it. Um, and, and it's okay. It's all good and it's all going to get cleaned up. And, and it is the shifting that is happening on this earth because of all of the light workers and the work that's being done. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and, and at this point where there are, there are so many people in need and there are these areas of just, it's, it's what I recognize going through what I'm going through with my, uh, family um, because my mom uh, fractured her pelvis she's in the hospital now she's in rehab but what I realized going through this because I'm the right on the front line of caretaking and that's an intense thing is I realized that the kindness of strangers the kindness the smile the just the humanity that mm-hmm. is so appreciated, that is so important. It's actually going to save us. It saves me from day mm-hmm. to day when you are, you know, somebody says, how is your mom? Or how are you? Or just what's going on? And it's just, it's so simple, but I think we forget how mm-hmm. powerful we are as bearers of light and joy and that it takes really um, these wonderful people I interviewed, uh, We Are Human Angels and mm-hmm. they have this, one of this wonderful uh, quote that they said, you know, think about how beautiful you are and think about how beautiful it is to walk down the street and give a smile to another human being. Exactly. And, and, and you I'm, don't know I'm, what I'm that does. You. You don't know what that does, but you mm-hmm. know you can get it, and you mm-hmm. and and just as you can change your perspective, rather than we live in our heads and we think about our problem and we, you know, kind of get into the victim mode and of like, oh my God, this is so awful, and mm-hmm. start getting freaked out if we just, you know, stay calm and stay mm-hmm. calm and realize that I can, I'm a bearer of light. It's about being the light, mm-hmm. and we have the dark, but be the light, be the light, and give the light, and give hope and comfort to other people, give a smile, you know, it's going to come, it's going to come back, that's how we're going to raise each other, and mm-hmm. yes, things are going to fall away, I mean, probably, you know, uh, hopefully, Puerto Rico will have, um, be built back up with solar power, so they can be independent, and they will be freed from this yoke of the American, you know, the oil and gas industry and all that stuff that has kept them under 
the American thumb, you know, um, mm-hmm. all a, a number of places, and you know, we have we have a film that's about something. It's a, it's a film about space, and at this point in our humanity, what is our face? What does face look like, and how does face feel like? How do we how do we get our face back? You know, um, you know, it's like I have quote in the film, which is our, our, one of our lead one of our lead characters, Miss Marie, who is this wonderful Cajun woman. She said, you know. Uh, Faith is hope in the dark because mm. if you're in the and faith is you know if you're in a dark room and you've lost hope, but it's faith that keeps you feeling around the wall for the switch because mm-hmm. you can have faith you can take that faith and you can look for the light, keep looking for the light, and there is the light you'll find the light, but you that's the faith is beyond hope. <laughs> mm-hmm. faith is, you know, we can give faith to each other. You have yes. to, you know, yeah. when you're going through a really, really, really bad time. Yeah. You know, if you, or if you're really bad about yourself. Dr. Reed, you're talking about, about healing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful mm-hmm. description. Beautiful, yeah. um, and and it is faith, and and you know we're all we're all sent here. We're all here to help each other remember who we are, and we do like you were saying, shining your light, bringing faith, bringing a smile, um, is is you. It is the soul to soul connection of um, you're not alone. And um, you're not alone here, and you're not alone on a divine level. So, um, and and especially today, like you said, where so many things are happening out in the world that we don't understand, um, and it looks very scary, um, faith is really important. And trust, that that's all part of actually, I call these... I'm going to start something and call it spiritual life class because I believe that these are all spiritual lessons that we are here to learn and um, learning how to have faith and trust um, within yourself and so that that can expand outwardly um, to know that you're not alone. But we are going through all kinds of things uh, for reasons that there's reasons for everything. Um, So I wanted to ask you, Sherry, how did you get into, like, what's your story? How did you even get into angels? (laughs) Oh, my. Uh, My father, I I believe this is on the website. I, I wrote about my connection with my dad. And my father passed away when I was in my early 20s. And he had been uh, a, a teacher. I mean, he was a teacher at Ohio Wesleyan University. He was a soccer coach. He was, he was just this wonderful, wonderful guy who was a great inspiration to his players. And he died of a heart attack when he was 50. And it was a tremendous loss to our family, to the community, and to his players, to the college. So it was really hard, really hard. Previous to that, I had become connected to this little 
guy named <laughs> Warren who lived in this little town outside of my little town of Delaware, Ohio. And this guy is a psychic. And he had predicted that I would go to England and go to drama school there. And in a place he said started with CH, well, it turned out to be Chalk Farm. And I went to this, and it was my first indication that there was something on the other side, that my ancestors were watching, that the spirits were there. So four years later, my father passed away, passes away suddenly, and I'm back in Ohio, and I have to find Warren again. I have to connect with him, and it's snowing. I don't know where his – I can't remember where his house is. I stop my car. I go up to this little house. I knock on the door, and it's his house. And he opens the door and he says, your father's passed on. And I said, yes. And he said, come on in. So then he proceeded to, you know, he's got this little stack of poodle cards and, you know, poodles on the back. And he's like the cards and just kind of using them just to, just to, as a way of channeling. And he has messages from my dad for my family. Now, that was my first experience with the other side in such a, direct and personal way. And at that point, I thought, well, uh, is my father an angel? Because I thought, well, he's my angel. Well, I don't quite believe that now. I do believe that my father's spirit is present. Um, I don't believe that he's the common angel. I, I do believe angels are another piece of God. You know, angels are our messengers from God. Angels help to take our prayer to God, but my father opened the door to the other side. Then angels, then the angels started coming in when we wrote the movie, What is an Angel? And I started to do research, and then I have to say the Angel podcast was what got me in the deep end with people like you, the, um, experts, people who had made it their life work to communicate to angels. I mean, I know the angels really wanted me to do this podcast because uh-huh. the first person who agreed to do an interview with me was Lorna Byrne, who is an international best-selling author and mystic. And all of a sudden, I'm talking with like this world-renowned author about angels and about archangels. So I was like, you know, I was like kind of thrown into the deep end with these. An amazing, amazing creative leaders who have this rock, I'm going to say rock solid, but kind of not really the way you want to put it, but have this intense experience and belief in angels. And now I call on my angels all the time and every day, and I'm talking to them constantly, especially in times of stress. And I say, okay, angels, and they, I see, and of course there's feathers, and of course there's this, and, you know, I have my, I just, it's a two-way street, it's a two-way conversation now, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, angels help me with this, angels help me with that, because what I've come to understand, which I didn't understand before, and which is now very clear in the film, is that we, the angels are angels, our divine beings, our guardian angel, all these angels are just waiting to help, mm-hmm. but we have to ask. We have mm-hmm. to ask because we can't act unless we ask. Exactly. Right? 
Yeah. 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 So yeah. the angels, you know, and I have to say, Deb, I, I kind of had this kind of like my friend who was an atheist. I kind of thought, well, angels, you know, kind of, eh, it's kind of lightweight stuff. It's like, oh, it's so mm, not serious. But angels, now I understand. I mean, angels are a force. Mm-hmm. Angels are a force of God. They're a force of goodness. Mm-hmm. And they want only good. They want only good. And they see only good in us. Yes. And if we acknowledge our own light and acknowledge that our angels are with us, we can accomplish so much more because we have their help. Right? Oh, yes, yes. Thank you for that yeah. beautiful story. Is, um, oh, yeah. is very, it's really important for people to know because I think lots of people have experiences and they don't know how to, they don't understand the experience that they're having. Um, and so by us sharing our stories, it helps yeah. them know that, oh, this, this, this was real. I, I didn't know how to look at it or other people had experienced similar things and, and that can bring hope. Uh, to somebody who's having experiences and don't really know what they are, um, and you yeah. and you're so you're so right that that is one thing that um, I learned is because at first when I would um, meet with my guides, I wasn't we weren't talking and I and I thought that was really weird. We were just kind of hanging out because I could see visually, and uh, and I was like, why why aren't we having a conversation? And then I heard well. Some inside me say, "Oh, just say hello." (laughs) (laughs) And once I said hi, (laughs) then the conversations began. Um, But (laughs) no, it's so silly. It's so funny, Um, but it's true. Uh, Divine, divine love is not assertive. It is. it, it, the, like you're saying, it has to be invited in. It will not insert itself in your life. Um, and, and, you know, like I think you get asserted, maybe you get into this, like a terrible accident and something might right. happen. But but right. on a day-to-day basis, um, divine love, you have to open your heart, invite it in. And, of course, our ego is always fighting that because it doesn't believe in anything divine and will tell you that it's nonsense. Um, but mm-hmm. but you do have to open your heart and invite in um, angels or whomever you're connecting with, which is all divine love, which are all aspects of a God, which is all good. There's no... I don't believe in anything evil <clears throat> or or negative. Um, there's either light energy or dense energy. Dense energy feels mm-hmm. what we would call negative. So um, so that's another thing. Some people get afraid to invite in angels because they don't know. They have this belief that maybe they're inviting something wicked in. And, yeah, and, and so much in the culture is about that, isn't it, Deb? I mean, there's been mm-hmm. this dark angel kind of uh, culture that has been demons and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and and we we are so not doing about that in the film. However, what we do address in the film is when people have preconceived notions of 
how what angels are like and who gets to have an angel and how angels appear and how it works, you know. That right. You have to be, yeah. There's that somehow there's a fallen angel, and if you work with angels or believe in angels, that you're opening yourself up to the devil, which mm-hmm. is, I'm sorry. Uh, in me, for me, it's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous idea. It's, just, it's ridiculous. Right. It's not, it's not, yeah. There's, I, I don't believe there's any truth to that because everything I've experienced is God is good and God does not make anything evil. It is It is humanity that can do evil things. And then it yeah. is humanity who created stories about evilness. Um, but uh, God does not create evil, um, and God's create created everything. So, um, and everything is one. It's all the same energy. So it is either vibrating densely or it's vibrating in a high manner. Um, so, so I think that's an important that we touched on that is because I think people do become afraid because of all of these things. Um, at times when I've connected, I felt my ego pop up and, and be scared or even angry, um, you know, that I was trying to um, connect within. And uh, and I'm, I just push through it and just kind of move it out of the way and say, okay, um, once you keep doing this, you realize that there's nothing negative about it at all that it's pure love that is coming through now one of the things i wanted to touch on is your um theme of the film which is everyone deserves an angel and you talked about how shame so we talked about how fear gets in the way and you know misbeliefs of connecting with angels uh because there's some kind of wickedness to it. And so can mm-hmm. you talk more about shame or what other things might get in the way of somebody really connecting to guidance that is within them, that is walking with them, that is here to guide them and love them? Oh, beautiful. Um, our main character, her name is Ella, has just come out of prison, and she's trying to rebuild her life. She's made a mistake, and she has a young son. She has a 10-year-old boy, and she's trying to build her life again. And in order to do that, she's changed who she is, and she's moved to a new town, and she has basically set everything in her past into a a box and doesn't open the box. She doesn't even want to talk about what happened. And because she feels so ashamed of what, where she's been, and she feels ashamed of who she is, and that part of that, the reason why she, it's impossible for her to believe that this glitch on the TV set is actually a portal from God that allowed, that's bringing the angel energy, it's completely inconceivable to her that anything like that would happen in her life, for her. Mm. How would, mm-hmm. What does she, what has she done to deserve it? Quite the opposite. Everything that she is living for now is to project it onto her son. She's going to make a new life for Danny. She's going to sacrifice everything for Granny, Danny, and 
anything that she has been in the past was wrong. And when you have that, she made some bad choices in terms of relationships. And we've talked about that in terms of women who have been through abuse, mm-hmm. um, who internalize the abuse and then take it on as though they, they, they caused it. And they just, they, they, they have shame and they feel it's like they, they're wearing a dirty coat and they mm-hmm. don't have, don't know where the buttons are. They don't know where the light is anymore. And that's what Ella goes through is even though she pretends to be the angel lady and she markets the glitch on the TV as an angel portal and, you know, she's very good at playing at this thing, at this character of being an angel lady and, you know, being spiritual, she is dead inside because the shame has covered up all of her light and Children have light, you know. Children were born with a light, and then the shame and the guilt and humiliation and everything that we've gone through, you know, just gets loaded on and loaded on and loaded on. And then, you know, the light can we can think maybe the light's gone out until mm-hmm. it could be a crisis. It could be someone's unconditional love, and for her, it comes when she is in a terrible crisis, terrible, terrible situation, and she finally cracks open and asks, asks for help. So it's, um, that's how, that's all that's, that's how she, she gets to, she gets to her life. That's how, excuse me, she's get rid of this other sound. <laughs> okay. I apologize. Um, it's okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's where, that's where shame and, you know, and you and I have talked about this. One of the things, one of the parallel tracks of this film for me would be to bring together these amazing people that I've, some of the amazing people that I've interviewed who are therapists and psychologists who understand so much about healing, but they also understand about bringing in divine energy. That is the divine healing is the unconditional love that can lift us from mm-hmm. lift the feelings of shame lift the feelings of humiliation right yes yes yeah. uh yeah i just um i just wrote a chapter for uh uh with eight other health coaches and and i wrote all about being an unhealed healer uh Oh, as as yeah. a counselor, and if you haven't done your divine work, your spiritual work, you really are you're an unhealed healer because we can only go as deep as we're willing to go. And if you have not got, opened up Pandora's box, and I mean not not just on an earthly level in a divine way of of emptying out your shadow side. And understand mm. healing. What you're talking about is the profound healing that you have on a divine level. Um, you really, you don't really get to helping people in the way that need the, how they need to be helped. And I experienced that for 18 years as a therapist, not understanding that I was an unhealed healer until I went through this spiritual awakening and having to heal myself. And um, 
the the story you relayed is is you know it's not exactly mine but uh, a lot of it is is similar to what I've gone through and I can I can tell you is that we're all walking around with this story inside of us a belief system of shame guilt I'm not good enough or um, you know I'm victim I'm a victim or um, yeah. I'll you know fears about I'm not enough or abandonment yeah. rejection they're all they're all energies that we have been believing in and reacting to as we experience life and all of that needs to be cleared out and that's a lifetime worth of work if not more um it's a really a lot of a lot of um work to clear all of this out and really understand who you are. But having this movie showing all of these pieces uh, is exceptional because everybody's going to relate to it. Everybody, well, I, because every, everybody, that, that's who you're, you're showing who everybody is. Yeah. 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 And yeah. And Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I I really hope so. I really hope so. And that, you know, so many, I mean, I have so many times women, is, um, of course, here I am female, so I'm going to have to say, when women can devote themselves to their family and devote themselves to other people and to serving and helping and caring for other people and and then they're empty. I mean, it's like they're emptied out. And mm-hmm. we, our Mother Earth needs attention. We all need to love our flawed selves and our full selves and our and our divine selves, and, and really take that on as with un, to love our, ourselves unconditionally. And mm-hmm. open the way to be loved unconditionally because if we can capture some of that, we can affect so much more, be an effect so much more effectively. We do really need that terribly. We really need love. We need love. Mm-hmm. All that love. So much more love. And I do want to mention um, to everyone that Deb has a really great interview on my podcast which is called How to Connect with Angels. And Deb's story and so much of her wisdom is um, encapsulated, and she talks about her books. So How to Connect with Angels is the podcast, and you can find that if you go to our website, which is theglitchmovie.com, theglitchmovie.com. And it's all there, the stories about the film, and then um, right in the middle of the Right in the middle of the bar at the top is the podcast, and you can see, you know, scroll down and look at Deb's and listen to her interview, please. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. That is very kind yeah. of you. Very well, sweet. We're all in this together, honey. We're all in this together, you know. And I, we are. my my vision and my hope is that when the film will will be in production next year, and when the film comes out that we are going to be turning around and screening the film with you in your neighborhood, with your folks, and we can bring it, that that discussion is after the film is not just about, well, how did you get it done, but also how do you get it done 
um, with the divine? How do you get it done with angels? What is it about connecting with angels? Why is mm-hmm. it important right now? You know, there's there's all kinds of tools and techniques. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's yeah. really important, you know, because that's what people ask. Well, how do I do that? How do how do I yeah. do that? You know, um, and and like you said, we're all uniquely connecting in our own special way. Actually, I call it part of our story of our, our awakening story of how we connect. Uh-huh. Um, and it is individual, um, but there's so many different ways that anybody can attempt any one of those that work for for any of us. And, um, and you know, mine came through a meditation where I actually had my heart open and I was really wanting to know, um, I wanted to know um, how to love myself and mm. and what I what I can do to make heal myself and that desire and opening my heart to it to to listen um, is what created that and it was also going through it, my imagination um, because it was through a guided imagery and that also helped open up. Uh, my ability to do that, but really just being quiet and like in a meditative state and being quiet and being really still and willing to listen um, and, and say uh, what I say every day is God, goddess, Jesus, uh, angels, family, unseen friends. I invite you into my meditation, to my day, to my night, to my sleep, to help guide me, to bring me light, to love, um, to help me uh, have clarity and integrate and have wisdom. And uh, and I I do that every single day. And I if you if you listen, and that's the hard thing is being quiet. It's mm-hmm. it's there. It's yeah. always there. Yeah. The wisdom is there. Yeah. The love, the love is there. And the love is there. The, and the love is always there. The love mm-hmm. is always there. If we're, if we're willing, willing to, willing to uh, believe that we deserve it, and are we willing, or can have faith that this is all part. We're all evolving, and we will evolve. And don't ever lose hope that you won't be able. To feel good and to connect. Don't ever lose mm-hmm. hope with that. You know, mm-hmm. I had this great moment recently where I was, I something really wonderful. I was, and I threw my arms out and I said, Thank you, angels. Thank you, angels. And I heard, Thank you, Sherry. Aww. Oh, that's <laughs> really awesome. Like, oh, it's so cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah. gosh. Uh, yeah. What an awesome! That's just wonderful. Yeah. Well, it has been such a pleasure having you on Angel Heart Radio, and I love our discussion. Oh, and we could keep that. talking and talking and talking because we ha- we have so much to talk about. But yes, I want do. to give you a minute to you know say something in closing. How people can get in touch with you? Anything that you want to remind people of? Thank you, Deb. Okay, once one more time, the 
the film is called The Glitch. And the website is theglitchmovie.com. And it is chock full of all kinds of things about the film. And it's full of all kinds of things about angels, especially if you go to the podcast and you go to the meditation. Also on our website, we, you can connect to our Facebook page, our Pinterest, the Twitter the Instagram, um, but we are always creating memes. If you are an angel healer, you can contact me if you'd like to be interviewed for the podcast. Contact me at sherry at theglitchmovie.com. That's sherry, S-H-E-R-I, at theglitchmovie.com. Because I'm all about bringing your work to more people. So that's kind of it at the moment. <laughs> well, I'm, I really, you deserve, you know, I, everyone deserves an angel and be, you know, be part of it. Come be part mm-hmm. of it. Oh, that is just amazing. And you're being an angel yourself by helping everybody um, bring all of their gifts. Um, so this is a gift that you give everyone is bringing all all of the gifts that were given to all of us together and out for people to see. And I can't yeah. wait to see the glitch. Um, it sounds wonderful. And um, I'm, I'm rooting for you. And thank you, um, thank I you. look forward thank to having more discussions with you. Uh, you so will. Thank, oh, thank you so much. So Thank why don't you, you hang on the Thank line, you. Cher? Oh, you're very welcome. Hang on the line. Um, I'm just going to close the show. And uh-huh. al- although I don't want to, but I'm, <laughs> I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Time's up. <laughs> Time's up. Uh, I feel so blessed and honored. It's, it is such a privilege to bring our listeners, all of my inspirational hosts, to Angel Heart Radio. Everyone I interview has brought so much love and wisdom and light to all of us. And for that, I am very grateful to be part of this beautiful, sacred space. Thank you, Anaya. And when in doubt, never underestimate the power of prayer. You are being listened Mm -hmm. to and heard throughout the universe, and it always responds with infinite and eternal love. Remember to go inside and listen through your heart for the whispers of heaven. I love you and God bless you. You've been listening to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio. Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world. You can check out who's on, when we're on, and who our guests are at angelheartradio.com. Everything is there. It's all just one click away. Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools to help you in your life and your life experience. They are not intended, nor should they, be used to replace your medical or legal advice. The views expressed by hosts co-hosts, callers, guests and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio.